The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. You know, we're 4-1. Uh, and tonight we got our butts kicked. You know, and hopefully, you know, uh, it's a, a reminder that we're going to get everybody's best every night. You know, I mean, once again, they wanted to come out and they, they had a lot to show and prove. And we just didn't match it. Oh, you know what, Liv? I'm telling you. <laughs> I love listening to Michael Malone. Uh, I can just listen to him. You know, there are some coaches I just check for. You know that? Uh, and they're all named Michael. I wonder what that's about. Uh, Michael I- Tomlin, also known as Mike. Coach Mike in Pittsburgh. Uh, Michael Malone with your Denver Nuggets, who suffered Michael quite Mom- a beatdown. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I got to tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk with you because I yeah. want to hear from Michael Malone, who talks about the Nuggets. I want to hear from Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and all the Denver Broncos stuff. So we're going to do our Denver block here at the beginning of Brother from Another with you. Who better than Liv Moves to kind of give us the really real, the really real <laughs> stuff. Let's talk with the Nuggets, though. The Nuggets... Yeah. Um, they they were undefeated. They look great. Uh, here we are. And and I was about to say I was about to get on because I was expecting them to go like seven and oh eight. No, I was gonna get on this whole. Hey, listen, America, please reintroduce yourselves. Familiarize yourselves again with the Denver Nuggets because you know, they are, uh, they are, they haven't really lost anything from their core of their championship team last right. year. They won the championship in five games. And we just go out of our way to say, oh, it's going to be Boston. It's going to be Milwaukee. It's going to be the Warriors. Yep. It's going to be them. It's going to be the, the Lakers, the Clippers. And the Nuggets are sitting there saying, look at us. Yet, I can't do that today because they kind of lost focus and uh, right. lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves. What do you think? What are you seeing from the Nuggets? Uh, what did you see last night? What are you seeing so far five games in? This was good for them. They needed this because we know how hard it is to go back-to-back in the NBA. Uh, it's very, very hard. And, yes, you kept your core together. Yes, you've got the best one-two punch in Jamal and Jokic. Yes, you have the best player in the league on your side in Nikola Jokic. You have all these different things that are really great and are super beneficial to winning games and competing for another championship. But again, when you are the champion, you have a very large target on your back. You are the team that everybody wants to beat. So this is really a good opportunity for the Nuggets to realize, hey, you have a lot of good things going. You're a solid team, but you really, really can't afford to take your foot off the gas. Now, the thing that I love about the NBA is the team that wins the championship has lost plenty of games in the regular season, right? This is not college football where you lose one and it's like, ah, it's over. We are so early in the season still. It's good for them to get these losses. Sometimes I worry about teams that ride high on an undefeated record for too long because, you know, you need a team that's battle-tested. Uh, and so I think it's good for them. Jamal Murray was ice cold to start the game. That, to me, was one of the worst performances by the Nuggets since probably March. I mean, we haven't seen them play that bad. And I say that bad. I mean, they still had, you know, Jokic was still doing Jokic things. Uh, but Jamal yeah. Murray was ice MPJ's threes weren't falling and also MPJ in the in the past games his threes haven't been falling super consistently but at least he's had a hustle and a defensive 
a more defensive mindset. We've seen a lot of physicality with him around the board. We didn't see that last night. So I felt like they played complacent basketball. It reminded me of game two against the Miami Heat where everyone was like, oh, the Heat are in this, the Heat are winning it all. It was really more of a reflection of the Nuggets not showing up than it was the Miami Heat showing up. So this is a really great game for them to just tighten things up and realize that, hey, you are a good team, but so is everybody else. You know, this you got They just can't afford to take their foot off the gas. Complacency just won't work for them. You know what I've noticed uh, about basketball fans? We all do this. How do you know a basketball fan? We all do this thing, and we we don't even realize it. We do it and just keep moving. Uh, you did it there. You did it uh, a couple of minutes ago. I do it all the time, and I think I may even know I'm doing it, but I'm just like, okay, I'm right. We say. Hey, whoever we think the best player in basketball is, hey, like, you know, they got the best player in basketball and don't even wait for, we don't even wait for commentary. We don't wait for pushback, disagreement. We just say, yeah, you know. there's no argument with Nicole. Yeah, there's, 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 there's no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yes, zero. there is. There's always, and you there's put always Jason an argument. Tatum at the top of your list. You are insane. I'm just That's crazy. You're crazy, Michael I'm Holly. I'm sorry. I'm just there saying, is Liv, no argument Liv. for what Nicole Jokic does. Zero. Zero. Liv, there's always an argument. There's always an argument when you're talking about one of the top five players in the world. Now, there's not an argument. If I'm saying somebody is number one and we all see them as number 22, there's no argument. But when you got, if I say, you say uh, Nikola Jokic is the best player in the world. If I, if I say that's Steph Curry, there's an argument. We got an argument, right? I mean, they, we could argue about that. What are, That's what are we basing it off of, though? Collectively, as a whole, Nikola Jokic is the best player. He's the mo- he's one of the most elite passers in the game. He's so got Steph, he's a big man that can shoot threes. Defensively, he Steph's might not be a big man. A he's not a big no- he's not a big man who can shoot threes, but he's a little man who shoots threes better. I, look, I, I'm just look. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to troll you. I'm just, I'm just trying to point out that when we say the best player in the world, when you say number one, there's always an argument for number one, whether it's the best filmmaker, best hooper, best rapper, best teacher, best talk show host. It's subjective. It's always subjective. Wrong, but that's okay. We can all have them. And Nicole Jokic is the best player in the world, period. That's all. Okay, you said, but let me just point out, before I get to Jason Tatum. Okay, before I get to Jason Tatum, hold on. Before I get to Tatum, because uh, I'm not gonna go Tatum now. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a position that is, I would think, is unassailable, and then I want to see if you can uh, assail my unassailable position, and that is, okay. You said Jokic is a big man who shoots threes. I came back and said Steph Curry. Is a smaller man who shoots threes bigger, better than the big man who shoots threes, right? Uh, you said Jokic is, is an elite passer. Uh, Steph Curry, pretty damn good passer. Maybe not doesn't pass like Jokic, but pretty good passer. Uh, what else? Rebounder? No, rebounding. Uh, give it to uh, Jokic. Defense? They about even defensively. As a matter of fact, Steph might be better defensively. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, elevating teammates. I'm not even getting to the big one. I, I I'm holding that in my back pocket. The big one I'm okay. holding in my back pocket. They elevate teammates. Now Steph Curry is the type of guy that can single-handedly win a game by himself. You let him get hot from the three, it's a wrap. But to me, Jokic is the type of guy that gets on the floor and makes everyone better around him. Uh, is this not a team Steph- Is this not yeah, a team so What I'm saying is, I think I love Steph Yo- I love Jokic. Has- can elevate his teammates, but it, it's in a different way. Steph Curry can get the ball in his hands and single-handedly win a game alone, whereas Nikola Jokic gets, gets on the floor and every person in the starting five is getting better. So to me, that's more impactful. I'm not saying that what Steph yeah. Curry does isn't impressive, but it's more impactful from a team, a chemistry, a unit perspective. That's how I feel. Let me just, hold on. I just wanted to put this in perspective here, Liv. Can I put something okay. in perspective? I watched in person as Steph Curry won a championship with yes. two teammates 
in the starting lineup that if you left them in the gym alone for two weeks would not hit double figures. I, I mean, I'm just hating, but no, Kayvon, Kayvon Looney and, and, Draymond, and Draymond Green in the starting lineup in the NBA Finals. Steph Curry's on the team. These guys cannot score. They could not score. Like you leave them open, and yet they still won a championship. You you want to talk about the blessing of playing with Steph Curry? He says, "That's all right. You ain't got to score. Why don't you facilitate? You ain't got to score. Why don't you set picks? You ain't got to score. All you got to do is rebound and play defense. I got you. I got you. Set me up. I got you. You know how that, you know how rare that is. How amazing that is. I don't want That's people amazing. to get confused. I am not trying to downplay who Steph Curry, Steph Curry is potentially the best guard we've seen in a very long time. <laughs> oh, God, he is, okay. and I'm not okay. taking that away from him. Right. However, I think what Jokic is doing is that he's playing basketball in such a way that he is simply unguardable. You cannot listen. Steph Curry, to his own to his own degree, is is absolutely you could argue unguardable from the three point line because he is just so exceptional when it comes to three-point shooting. He's efficient, and he is clutch. He's clutch. Steph Curry is one of the clutchest players in the league. Nikola Jokic, to me, is playing a different game. He's got ugly one-footer, uh, off-center, no-look floaters that look disgusting, and they're hideous, but you can't guard it. You can't prepare for it because he lobs it up there, and it looks so effortless that it just he's just playing a different game level right now. And I'm not saying it's a better one. He's just pl- he is playing basketball in such a way right now that I don't think he's stoppable. And I'm not just saying that as a Nuggets fan. I'm saying that because you yeah. can't guard yeah. something you've never seen. He is playing basketball okay. unlike anything we've seen in a long time. So, I don't that's why I don't really like the comparison game a lot of times because I love Steph Curry. Steph Curry to me is one of my favorite players to watch. He's and he hasn't slowed down at all. I kind of went into the season going Okay, he's getting a little older. What are we going to see? No, right. right. Still he's just doing fine. it. Uh, he's still doing it. So that's where it's hard because I feel like apples and oranges a little bit when I'm comparing a big man that's just like playing this very unique style of ball to a Steph Curry who just is clutch and the most efficient three-point shooter in the league. Like it's just a hard comparison. But and- I think because of Nikola Jokic being unguardable in the sense that you just don't know how to prepare for that man, that's to me what makes him the best player in the league. But that would be it. That's why. But they're both. But they're both one on one. That's why it's like a good comparison. Never seen a center like Jokic. I can say that. Never seen it. I haven't. Have not in my lifetime seen a center like Jokic. Haven't seen a guard like Steph Curry. So you know. But uh, you know. I, we just yeah, gotta, it's hard. We, I, it's, I just want to throw it out there. I just want to throw it out there. We, to be continued. To be continued. And I didn't even get to my. You know. Jason thing I had my back pocket. In one I, no, 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 I, I'm not bringing Jason You're Tatum in. That the things you said were a little crazy. That's a few. That, I know, but that was a futuristic one. That was a. It was a. <laughs> hey, what's your hot take? Oh, yeah. Give me a prediction. <laughs> and my prediction is that okay. Tatum. Okay. And look, it was very respectful. It was a very respectful prediction. I said Tatum and the Celtics will beat the Nuggets in five games in the NBA Finals. You know, I mean, I, I think that's respectful, right? Five not with me, uh, not not with me on this show with you right now. Super not respectful. <laughs> Super not respectful. Wow. Oh, okay. All right, All right Holly. I oh, hear you. I... It was just a prediction. But hey, let me ask you this: since this is the Denver, uh, the Denver Colorado block, uh, yep. th- something historic happened over the weekend. I don't think I think maybe you were like three or four years old the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs uh, before Man. the Broncos beat the Chiefs on Sunday. But no, it really it feels like such a long time. It feels, what was it yeah, sixteen it games, sixteen, and I think that's two wins in a row for the Broncos. Am I right? It two is. wins in a row. It so, is. So, yes. Ooh, maybe, ooh. maybe there's life. Ooh, there's life in that body. There's life. There's life. Does and you it know make what? you reconsider? Does it make you reconsider that the Broncos can uh, do something decent this year? I'm not going to get my hopes too high um, because any any true Broncos fan knows that it's better to just not do that to yourself, to spare yourself the uh, mental torture. But what I will tell you was very eye-opening about that Chiefs game. Michael Hawley, would you agree that that was the best the Broncos defense has looked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, would you agree especially when you that see that. 
70 point game they uh, they right. had earlier this year. Would you also agree that was the most impactful game we've seen by Jerry Judy this season? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, isn't it interesting how Russell didn't do a whole lot more in that game? He has been relatively consistent outside of the first Chiefs game a couple weeks back. He has been relatively consistent. He has more touchdown passes and less interceptions thrown than Patrick Mahomes. But we don't talk about it because Russell Wilson has been the fall guy all season long. Now, from a Broncos fan perspective, I can tell you what we gave up for Russell. You're damn right the the expectations are high because we pretty much emptied our pockets and everything else we have to our name. But I want to say that what I noticed from that game is that Russ has not been the issue. When he finally had his teammates show up around him, they won. And they won in a very good way. To me, the Vance Joseph-led defense has been a massive issue. Jerry Judy has not had an impact in this Sean Payton's offense up until this past week. So to me, it was very eye-opening to look at Russ's numbers and go, he really didn't do anything different than he's been doing all season long. But funny enough, Sean Payton, post-game interview, didn't make any mention of Russell Wilson, did not send him any praise. And to me, that's crazy because we've seen Russell be consistent. But it's easy, again, when the offense is great, the quarterback's the hero. When the offense fails, they're the villain. And so it's been easy to make Russell Wilson the villain this season. But numbers don't lie. He has not had a bad year. He just hasn't had a team that showed up around him. So you finally get the defense stepping up a defense that was top five last season finally shows up this season. Jerry Judy's finally making an impact. He's not just Twitter finger troll. He's actually doing something offensively for this team, making an impact on the scoreboard and, and, and in his yards and in his receptions and targets and whatever finally makes an impact and you have a successful squad. So I think it's, I think, I think there's some apologies that need to be thrown to Russell Wilson. I'm not saying by you. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yo, no, I'm not going to wait a second. You wrestle people. I'll tell you, yeah, you wrestle, you wrestle people. Oh, the wrestle people. They just like, hey, listen, it's not, they want to tell you immediately. You know, the game, the game is like, like minutes old, like uh, 30 seconds after the game, not even a minute old. Hey, this ain't Russell's fault. I, we, I, I ain't say nothing about Russ. Hey, 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 it's not Russ's fault. Russ, okay. But it's, it's not. not. You're if, 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 you're, you're, if you three break five. down this team, it's not uh, Russell's okay. fault. Is oh, he perfect? Okay. No. But name me a listen, perfect listen. quarterback. And you can't hey, say it's Patrick Holmes it's a anymore job. because he just fell to just, the Denver Broncos. So it's just the job. When you when you sign up, when you sign up for the job, when you're looking for jobs on LinkedIn and it says quarterback, NFL quarterback responsibilities. You must be prepared to be the fall guy even when ish ain't your fault. And like people don't blame you. It's it's but then your he fault needs praise even though it's not he your does, fault. When he does it right though, he does need praise and he doesn't I've seen a lot of people loud when he's not winning, but very people very few people are loud when he does get the job done and has been putting up consistent numbers and is I'm having make a good deal with you. I'm going to make, make a deal, deal with you. You want to make a deal? Make- Let's make a deal. I will give Russ, as a matter of fact, I will begin a show, do my own Denver Broncos, Denver, Colorado uh, block. I will give Russ his praise, everything, and apologies when they go over 500. Because your job, Russ, is not to compile stats. Your job is to find a way as a quarterback. Make sure, I, I know it's unfair, but that's the way it is. We judge quarterbacks by wins. They go over 500, six and five. If they're six and five, I will just, I will, I will just gush about Russ. And I'll even say, let's ride. Let's ride. I'll so do, have I'll, you I'll do all this stuff. Have you switched on Brock I'll Purdy? Because I hope so. Oh, oh, I'm not. Was I praising? Oh, I don't think I've ever praised anybody. With I'm, just, I'm not, I'm not speaking to you directly, I'm, but. That same I don't argument think I praise any aspect of the organization except for those okay. uniforms. Great uniforms. Best <laughs> uniforms in sports. Uh, but other than that, no. Uh, and here's the other thing. Because I'm going to make a deal. I'll praise Russ. Let me put the music on. Put the music on. Put the music. It's like, I'm like Dion. Since, since it's Colorado, I'll just say I'll end it with the Dion phrase. Play my music. <laughs> Play my music. <laughs> no. So I'll make a deal with you. I'll, I'll praise Russ when they go over 500. And I'll give some love to Jokic 
Gotta win a second title. Win that second title, I will call you the best player in the world. The second one. This is exhausting. The second one. No one, no, listen, no one ever calls. If you are a one title person, no one calls you the best ever if you got one title. No one. They never, two, different conversation. Two, what you can he enter the conversation. If he gets what? What if he gets his third MVP this season? How often do we see that? Regular season. He's speechless. Regular He's speechless. season. No, I'm not because you don't know. You don't. You haven't heard my rant on MVPs. Regular season MVPs. I don't care about regular season MVPs. I'll just go ahead and say it. I don't care about regular season MVPs. My okay. my holy MVP, the holy, the holiest of holy, is the it's finals MVP. So okay. hey, get that title. Get that title. Okay. We're good. Fair enough. Best player in the world, though. You said it. You just said it with authority. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Last year, we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Um, it was pathetic. Uh, but chemistry has been a strong suit here. That's why Steph has been here for 15 years, Clay's been here for 13, I've been here for 12, and Luna's been here for nine. Because chemistry is a strong suit. The chemistry is what we've hung our hat on. Well, you look at last year, and you say, oh, man, this team hasn't lost a, uh, a Western Conference series under Steve Kerr. And then it happens. The big reason why is our chemistry sucked. So it was a one-year thing. Things, you know, stuff happens, and it was an anomaly. But you know, we're right back where we need to be in, in that department. And most importantly, I think there's still room and will be growth in that department. Last year was horse. It's hard to come to work. Y'all see me trying to do Clay's little paper airplane. Uh, it was hard. It was hard to come to work. Um, not fun, you know. Uh, and so this year, you see the joy. Uh, you know, on guys' face when they come in the building. You got guys, like, staying over two and three hours after just sitting around talking, getting here two and three hours early just to be here. You know, it's like you start to see that, and you're like, okay, this is a group that likes being together. Hmm. Uh, you know, I said earlier, Liv, that I, I love listening to Michael Malone. I love listening to Draymond, too. He always says something that uh, makes me uh, raise my eyebrows or it just uh, it's just colorful something. So uh, Draymond talked about the chemistry of the Warriors. The Warriors win last night. Great shot by Clay Thompson uh, to beat the Kings. Now, uh, Natalie's here. And uh, Natalie, uh, I don't know if you heard Liv talking about the Warriors. Uh, talking about Steph Curry. She said with so much authority, so much authority that Nikola Jokic is the best player in the league. And we went back and forth, but you know, who am I? Who am I to go back and forth with Liv Moon? Who am I? Say things like that and not be discrediting other players. I think we need to make that clear. You can, okay. I can say yeah, I the best player in the league and still be able to go, Steph Curry's him. And and I I yeah. mean Steph Curry, I will never rob Steph Curry of what he is because he is he is him. He is. There's no is, denying is that. He, I agree. Is uh, Natalie is he the is he the best player in the league over Jokic or is is Jokic that guy because they won last year? 
So in my opinion, he is the best player in the league, but I Mm -hmm. think there is a very strong case for Jokic and I'm not going to get mad at anyone saying that it's Jokic. Like to me, I think that I like to put players in tiers. So I think there's tier one guys. And in my opinion, the debate between who's the best player in the league is between Jokic, Steph, and Giannis. I actually think Jokic and Steph are a little slightly tear higher than Giannis, but I think those are the three. I'm not going to really push back on anyone for that. You know, I do think there is a level of credence that you give to the reigning champs. Um, And I feel the pain of certain Nuggets fans because the Warriors went through this when they won their first championship and went through it many years with Steph not getting his proper credit. So, you know, again, I'm not really going to push back um, about Jokic and and like Liv is saying, like, look, I'm not hating on Steph. I love him. People last year thought I was a Jokic hater because of things that I would say, but I actually really do love Jokic. I'm a fan of him. So I'm not here to dispute that. The great exception, though, that I took with what Liv said is with respect to the constant referencing of Steph's three-point shooting, I feel like is not really quite accurately describing what he does on the court. Um, He is a three-level scorer, one of the best the game has ever seen. Because his three-point shooting is so extravagant and spectacular, because he's the best undisputed shooter to play the game of basketball, he is best at doing one of the most, if not the most important skill in basketball, it overlooks, it overshadows all the other things that he does well on the court. So he is an above average passer. He's a very great passer. He is an excellent finisher, actually finishes at a higher percentage around the rim than Kyrie Irving, everyone's favorite finisher that they like to tout. Um, When it comes to Steph making his team better, their impact metrics, like I think in the last couple of years is the first time that Jokic has actually like ever passed him, Steph has led the league in that for years in terms of on off and what his team is like when he's on the court and when he's not. And I don't believe that's just done by his scoring. The the, the Warriors, even when Kevin Durant was on that team, could not survive without him. That's why there's such a big deal right now being made of the Chris Paul addition to the team because now they're winning those 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 minutes they are they are growing leads so that's my only exception not to debate who is actually better um i think steph's all-around game is often overlooked i think he's unguardable he's being picked up the moment he gets on the court there's no player and i think you noted this holly that you could put on the court and say let me have two negative spacers in draymond green (laughs) and kevon looney And that lineup will work. You cannot name another player in NBA history that that's going to work with. It only works because it's Stephen Curry. So that's my only pushback. But I don't have, I don't take exception to live believing that Jokic is the best player in the world. I like it. I like it. You know, that's that's very, that's that's a very respectful uh, answer. We'll revisit. I respect Liv. He was trying to get me to get rowdy live, but I know that Michael Holly likes to trigger me now, so I won't allow him to do it because, you know, we stick together as women in this game. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So, uh, like, uh, yeah, it's it's like, come on, guys. Like, so civil. You're outnumbered right now, Holly. So respectful. So measured. I don't know how it's going to play out over this season because I actually do expect it to be a thing between Nuggets fans and Warriors fans this year. So, but... You know Lemon what I'm going to do? I'm like, civility. Yeah, of yeah, that's nice. I, I, when's the first time the Nuggets and Warriors play? Because the, the, the Actually, next day. Actually, soon. Yeah, it is when? coming up. Next when week. I want to say next day? week. Oh, next week. Thursday. I hope it's. I believe it's I next week, it's Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. You okay, hope it's which day? Thursday. Oh, super. No, because it's Why, Thursday. What's wrong with Thursday? Because I don't work on Friday. He wants to be able to, he wants to, be able to have a come back. Because I want to come back. I'm going to come back three box. Yeah. Three box and be like, okay, what's up? Because you know something's going to happen. Somebody's going to say something. You know, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Oh, good. Liv, what you doing? Next Wednesday, November. I'll I'll be here throwing throwing this, hopefully. (laughs) November 8th. But it's in Denver. It's in Denver. It's in the altitude. But I think the Warriors are going to get up for this game. I agree with Liv. I do think that everyone wants to demonstrate that they can beat the Warriors 
And covering this Warriors teams, I know they take it very personally when people overlook them and they've come into this season with everybody looking, overlooking them. So I think they want to demonstrate like we haven't lost it. We are still that level of team and we can compete with the Denver Nuggets. So I do expect them to be Also, having won a championship feels slightly overlooked still because the second the Clippers get hardened, now it's like they're the favorite out of the West. The second that or the, South the Bucks... The second that Bucks get Dame, the second that the Celtics get Drew, it's like the Nuggets are standing there going, we kept our championship core together. We have Jokic. We have Jamal. Like, it is a little insulting. Like, did we not just yeah. very convincingly win a championship? It wasn't like the Nuggets struggled to win that. They won the finals in five games. It's like, so all of a sudden now, we've got all this hype around the Bucks and the Celtics because of Dame and Drew. I mean, I'm not denying, and we have seen the Celtics look exceptional in their first few games of the season, but hey, it's a long season. And guess what? Guess how many times I've been burned by the Celtics in, in crunch time when it matters because they don't yeah. show up. So like, I'm, gonna, I'm not, listen, they're flashy and Same. they're really pretty to watch right now, but there is a Same. long, long season ahead and, and they struggle to pace themselves. And we know that I'm not, and this is not me being a hater. We have no, seen you, no, it. No, you're telling the truth. You're speaking facts. You're speaking facts. You're speaking facts right here. Now, listen, at least we're talking about championship. Like some of these teams, you understand the Celtics, Bucks, uh, maybe the Suns being in the conversation, the Warriors being in the conversation. But I don't understand the Suns being in the conversation. That should be above the Suns, but, but, period. But, 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 I don't but understand I don't the wanna, Suns being in the conversation. That's all right, because I want to go right in between the Suns and Warriors. There's a team there that you understand less. It's a team in Los Angeles called the Clippers. And they, you know, they're so... Okay, I want y'all to listen to Lawrence Frank. Lawrence Frank talking about the decision to acquire... We have the sound? We don't have the sound? Lawrence, we don't have Harden? Okay. All right, so... uh, But Lawrence Frank... uh, Let me just summarize. Lawrence Frank talking about the sacrifice. The sacrifices that the Clippers will make, and that's why they went out and got James Harden. They're gonna do whatever it takes. Aren't you just so tired, uh, Natalie? I'll start with you and Liv. Please weigh in on this. Aren't you just so tired of Clipper, Clipper talk? I'm tired of Clipper talk. I'm tired of James Harden. This time it's gonna be different. This time, yeah, but the last time, last relationship I did that, but this time I did last relationship I did that. This is fifth team here. So the Clippers and Harden, I'm just tired of the whole thing. Natalie, what say you? Yeah, I mean, I, look, this Harden just moving around and going everywhere, I think is ridiculous. But I, I look, I'm probably going to be like an, a Clippers excuse maker. So y'all may not agree with me, but I do think most of the time they've been plagued by injuries. I think they're a legitimate team if they can stay healthy, but that's always the question around them. You know, we saw them a few years ago. They pushed the 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 Suns to six games the year that the Suns went to the championship, and that was without Kawhi Leonard. So I just, I, I can't just laugh at them like they're not a great team. Kawhi Leonard, when healthy, is still one of the best players in this league. Paul George is arguably a top 15 player, probably a little higher in this league when healthy. And I do think that James Harden, despite what... <laughs> <laughs> what Frank said about the fact that he wasn't brought there for purposes of load management. Regardless, Paul George and Kawhi have an injury history. So I think you bring him there, it stabilizes things. Because as long as you have at least two of them on the court, they probably can sustain over the course of the season to make it to the final. So it's always barring, barring, barring all these if, if, ifs with them. But I do think they can be a legitimate contender if they remain healthy. I'm, I'm trying to be Please nice. Let me find No, 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 <laughs> don't, don't be nice. Don't be nice. Listen, here's Come my on. thing. Um, they, they, it is a very talented team. And, and and anyone that is a true watcher of basketball knows that. You've got Paul George, you've got Kawhi Leonard. And honestly, you've got Russell Westbrook. And we need to stop sleeping on that man as well because he is an exceptional point guard. And is he inconsistent? Sure. Did he have a rough, did he have a rough year with the Lakers? Sure. Exceptional? But Russell Westbrook's team. Russell, yes, Russell Westbrook to me is an exceptional player that gets slept on very, very consistently. But let me just, I digress from that. They are a talented team. Here's my problem. Chemistry matters. You just heard Draymond Green talk about it from last year's season with the Warriors. How do you build chemistry? You play together. So the injury thing is tough. 
You've got really talented guys that aren't always playing. Chemistry takes time to build. Now you bring in the most selfish player in the league in James Harden. Mm -hmm. If I'm a if I'm a if I'm a long-standing Clippers player, I'm looking at that guy going, I, it, I I the diva mentality of James Harden to me is enough to ruin something great within a team from a talent perspective because I do know that culture and chemistry matters and to me this is a team sport James Harden is extraordinarily selfish uh and so I don't he doesn't to me yeah does he fix the issue if Kawhi or Paul George goes out yes but from a leadership perspective he's not bringing anything to this team for me so I'm gonna be honest I'm over the James Harden satire I really am. I'm over hearing about it. I'm over him whining until he gets what he wants. I'm just over it. Like, I'm super done with James Harden right now. I'm just done. He's not a postseason player, so I agree with you. But he doesn't have to be that guy as long as Kawhi and Paul George are there Correct. healthy. So. Correct. And and they, I mean, that's the hard part, though, is that you're like, okay, it'd be different if they've been injured one, two times. We've seen them injured for long Always. stretch. Like, so how yeah. do you know, how do you, as a Clippers fan, I wouldn't be sitting back going, okay, it's our year or, oh, we're so close because I haven't seen a healthy year since, since the Broncos beat the Chiefs 16 games ago. Yeah, I mean, that's right. it's been so that's right. long that it's like, you don't even want to put your money towards a team like that because it's a lie. James Harden is a culture liability and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are injury liabilities. So what do you do with that? Right. I mean, they have the potential, but that's, if everything goes well, and we haven't seen that in forever. So, yeah, it's just not a team I would put my money on. If I'm a betting woman, which I, I am, either. I'm not putting my money on the Clippers. Not doing it. You know, I'm just so fascinated, uh, uh, Liv and Nat. I'm just so fascinated by certain aspects in, in all sports where the people who are inside, the so-called insiders, uh, general mm -hmm. managers, coaches, uh, scouts, players, they see one thing in their sport and the rest of us are left scratching our heads wondering what exactly do you see and James Harden is that person for me like a lot of times I can understand why like when Kevin Durant got hurt with the Warriors uh, blew out his ACL and the and the net said oh it doesn't matter to us. Oh, we know you're gonna sit for a year. We'll take you. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. It's Kevin Durant. I'd take him injured too. like when guys are certain guys are drafted. I understand why they're drafted. What I don't understand is why James Harden at this point of his career based on the last few years. He's had a bad. He's had a, like a bad three years. Just uh, I mean, just like off the court like on the court. Yeah, lead the league and assists all this stuff. Three years PR wise. He's had a terrible three years and yet. Yeah, they still check for him. I mean, that just blows my mind. Like the league still says, oh, yeah, you're going to have to give us assets. I don't get it. And in terms of talent, I don't. James Harden is good when he wants to be. Like, I don't want a teammate that's good when he feels like it. I don't want a teammate that's good when he wants to be good. I mean, to me, there's just too much of, I don't know, he's just inconsistent, especially in the postseason when he's supposed to be clutch. It's like, He's asleep at the wheel. And again, it makes you wonder, okay, if, if things don't go well with the Clippers, if you are unhappy, if you don't get your way, are we going to get a, a good version of James Harden on the floor? Or is he going to turn on diva mode? That, it, again, a that's why I call him a liability. I think it's just, it's hard. It's hard to gauge. My guess is they expect Tyloo to maybe reach him. Uh, you know, Tyloo's known as a player's coach. You know, so maybe okay. they think that he can get through to him and resonate with him. Maybe, hopefully, All right, here, I'm for them. Yeah. Here's my last thing. Last thing I want to get you uh, get you both commenting on uh, before we move on. And uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, after four games, are two <laughs> and two. And so their first game, uh, Dame was great. What a debut! Thirty nine points, and it's Dame time. He's a finisher. We could do this all day. And and then, you know, they've, they've had some ups and downs since and it was four games in. I get it. It's, it's very early. Um, first, I want to hear the Bucks talking about this start, and then I want to get your take on uh, what the Bucks are going through. But at the end of the day, like, we need days like this to uh, kind of realize, like, we have to get better. Like, we are not there yet. Uh, we got to keep on coming together as a team. 
got to keep on working on us. Um, everything sounds nice, but at the end of the day, we got we got to play the game. And right now, uh, in the first four games, we are we're average. We all been around long enough to understand that it's a process and it's going to take time, but I don't think that makes it any easier, you know, when you're in the hit. Like, when it's happening, you kind of just like, man, I know I said it's a process and I know it's going to take time, but, you know, we we competitors, like you said, and uh, we've done this at a high level, so we, we expect to, to get the kind of results that we put into it. It's going to look ugly sometimes, <coughs> and other times it's, it's going to look like the potential that it's supposed to look like. All right, so Natalie, do you go with the? Didn't I say what's that, Liv? Didn't I say a couple weeks ago? I said I can see them winning a championship, but it will not be this year. When you've got two guys, you're trying to find chemistry between two superstars and a new head coach. I knew it would take time. I knew it wasn't going to happen right away. It's easy to look at the pretty, flashy, shiny new toy and go, ah, let me, you know, let me put my money on it to win the championship. But it's a process. It's for sure a process. So Natalie, yes, do you believe the uh, is it the pretty or the ugly? What do you believe with the Milwaukee Bucks, Natalie? I mean, it's the overrating. I think that um, this is yet another example of why Damian Lillard should never be put into a class with Stephen Curry. This is the team I want to hate on. So let's be clear. Um, okay. All right. The first year, the first year for Kevin Durant came to the Warriors, they won a championship. Why? Because Stephen Curry knew how to assimilate Kevin Durant into that team. Um, I was always concerned about the Bucks. So when Dame was like, oh, we're going to be unguardable and all this stuff, I'm like, okay, that's cute. What about defense? Because you cannot defend, okay? And I want to be clear, when people say that Stephen Curry is not a good defender, what they're talking about is Damian Lillard. It is not Stephen Curry. Damian Lillard has never been a part <laughs> of a top 10 defense, much more a top five, like Steph has been for most of his career. You cannot be that negative of a defender and your defense be top five. He plays great team, team defense. He does certain things well. Damian Lillard does not. Last night, he was getting killed on screens if you watch that game. It was hilarious, okay? So you lose Drew Holiday, and while you do get a much more dynamic offense with Damian Lillard, your defense is going to suffer and they're going to have to figure that out. So I was not sold on them being the, the top contender just because defense as you go into the championship really matters. And when teams game plan for you and you go over a course of a series, once they figure you out, that's it, Holly. You saw it with the Celtics and Warriors. Once they figure you yeah. out, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So I was not convinced. I agreed with Liv when she had her take, though, too, about the fact that when you have multiple new pieces coming in and things changing, yeah. it's hard, which I also don't believe in the sun. So, yeah, I am on the Bucks this year. I keep tweeting about them. I keep talking about them. So, yeah, I'm going to be hating all year. I love this. I love I love, I, I love the hate. I love the hatred. And uh, Liv and Natalie together. <laughs> Uh, I will see y'all a week from today. A week from today, following <laughs> Nuggets. Get the popcorn ready. That's all I gotta say. Get the popcorn ready. Good stuff. Play that music. Hey, I, give me the more Dion. Play my theme music. Give me my theme music. All right, y'all. Great job. Great job. Great job. There it Thank is. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Natalie. Good job. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Later. Oh, it is that time. It is that time. Live my bet your money. There it is. It's back. Uh, Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I loved watching Will Levis throw it deep to DeAndre Hopkins. It was very entertaining. Four touchdowns for Levis in his first NFL game. That was his first NFL game. But in his second NFL game going to Pittsburgh, I got the Steelers. The Steelers, as they say in Western Pennsylvania. The Steelers beating the Titans outright. That's my bets, your money. I make the bets, you spend the money. Who you got, Liv? Uh, listen, I got the Commanders to cover. And actually, in the Thursday night football game, I do really love Will Levis over on rushing yards because I think he'll get a little more suffocated by that uh, Steelers defense. I think he'll be forced to move a little bit. So I know we saw him airing it out pretty well, but I think he'll come back down to earth a little bit and have to use his legs. Uh, try to get mobile. So I'd probably take the over on Will Levis's rushing yards. And then as for Sunday, I'm loving the commanders to cover against the Patriots. Listen, I know it's gross. Both of these teams are gross, but to be honest with you, they're both pretty evenly matched to me. And if I have to pick a quarterback, I trust more than Mac Jones. Yeah, I'll go Sam Howell. It's not my favorite, uh, but I would definitely trust him over the Patriots. I think the Patriots are just, they're just, you know, they're not a team that's going to take any more of my money. So I would I would bet on the oh. commanders to at least keep it close and competitive. It's not it's not a great yeah, game though. Took, it's ugly. And you're, you're right, you're right. And they took my money. They took my money last week because I thought they'd lose to the Dolphins. I, I did think they would cover. They couldn't even give me a cover. The Patriots were getting eight and a half last week. I maybe know. even nine in some books. And I think it was cover? yeah around nine for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just true. don't don't mess with that. But I'll tell you something that you shouldn't mess with. Hey, you never know when angels are walking among you. You never know when somebody's trying to do something good for you. Check this out. It's one of my favorite, favorite scrolling pieces of social media that I've seen in the past week. You want me to order you one of those? 25. You won the grand prize. So there's sideline passes. If you want to come and watch the warm-up on the sideline, I can take you guys down there right now if you want to come. Right now? Yep. Yep. Oh, my God! Uh, God bless you! Oh, my gosh, of course. What's your name? Marie. Terrence. Nice to meet you. This is so neat. We were talking about the sideline pass. We were. We kept saying, who are these people down there? How did they get down there? People just like you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the real Garden of Eden right here. <laughs> God, this is great. So we see them like, like live. Yeah. No, no, I'm on the sideline, not just at the game. I'm on the sideline. Cynthia, you'll never believe where I am. I am on the sideline. On the sideline. I'm not. Oh, oh, I love it. Right, it was the so, most cliche, like, you'll never guess where I am. It was like the most, it, that could literally be a commercial for the Eagles moving forward, honestly. And, so and, and like everybody was walking, she was trying to give, she was trying to give the sideline passes <laughs> to people. Now, look, uh, Liv, you're, you're in Colorado and I hear people are nicer. People are nicer in the middle of the country. Uh, yeah, they are. You know, Rocky Mountains, though, nice. Northeast, look. Those of you who live in the Northeast, you know what it's like. Somebody come up to you, handing you an envelope. They couldn't. They couldn't publish all the things that might have been said to her. <laughs> I'm sure there's some clips they cut out. Yeah, they cut some what stuff the, out. What the? Get you? What the? Yeah. You know, all kinds of stuff. And these folks are like, what's this? And they got sideline passes, and it just makes you appreciate the job that we do because we've been, uh, you know, have media passes. You see the field, you take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted and take some time to talk to people. They might have something for you.
I'm gonna have a gift for you. Right. Good lesson. You never know. Shout out Marie. Marie with those sideline passes. Cynthia, guess where? Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really matter where, where we play at. I mean, obviously, it would have been great to play in KC, but it, it really doesn't matter where we play at. You feel me? They're going to get this work wherever, though. Look, y'all ready to use that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. I just I love it. I really do love it. Because he's get the type of work. guy that you know can talk the talk and will back it up. Like, it, it, uh, I mean, nothing about that. No, there's nothing about this Chiefs defense that makes me think they can slow this man down. Are you out of your mind? Tell me you're joking. I'm not out of my mind. I'm not out you of my are. mind. Tyree Tyre Hill is not going to be giving the uh, Chiefs work. He's not going to be giving them work because they can't catch him. But knowledge is power, Liv. Knowledge. It's power. They know all about them. They know everything to do. Travels with the team and isn't um, hanging out at other sporting events so he can get locked back in because he's not—he's not locked in right now. Oh, see, oh come on, like you're not allowed to have a life. Yeah, oh, just got to be football all the time. Can't go to the World Series. Can't do anything. Can't go out with your girlfriend. Can't go to dinner. Football all the time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.